Yo, welcome everyone once again to the We Are Gamer series. My name is your host, Champ Tone, aka Psychosis. And I have the pleasure of having another great panel discussion with a group of gamers, guys, friends, who I've come to really appreciate their input. And in no particular order, let me just give them a quick introduction. We have Bumblebucket. He's not first because he's my son or anything. Then we have Death by Cows. Peons <laughs> go Zug Zug. Our buddy Rage, who is the biggest deal. Switchy. And myself. Did I miss anyone? I'm kind of like in a haze. That's everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. that's everyone. Did I, did I yeah. miss anyone? No, All you're right. good. You got everybody. So, you know, we're, we're going to do a... We're, we're doing this panel to have a discussion of, of a little introspective, retrospective view of 2022. A year in gaming. And, you know, I'm just, we started talking about, you know, which are the biggest companies, which are the actual biggest companies, which is interesting. Rage brought it up, you know, you know, which are the actual three biggest companies. But what, what really stood out? You know, I'm just going to throw this topic out there. What stood out for 2022 in terms of actual gaming? I mean, most of us play League of Legends and a lot of us play a bunch of other games as well, but... Was there really any standout titles or, you know, gaming, I guess, advancements that really happened in 2022? I feel like there wasn't, but I was also kind of distracted with some other issues, you can say. Yeah, you spent you spent uh, half of 22 <laughs> blind, bro. So, I mean, you, yeah. you weren't seeing much of shit. So I, I, really, I, really didn't, I really didn't see any of the news, you know? <laughs> I mean, I... I, I for me, me personally, I feel like uh, there's no advancements, but uh, there's been a shit ton of flops, a lot of underwhelming stuff right? that came out throughout the year. Yeah, me and Pete I don't even remember too. what came out last year. All I remember really is Elden Ring and Pokemon. That's it. I think the um, Elden Ring and Horizon uh, Forbidden, West Forbidden West controversy was by far the biggest... What was like, the controversy? Public. So a lot of it was just people like really, you know, fanboys. Like there's uh, so mm. many Elden Ring fanboys because they all come over from Bloodborne and yeah. Dark Bloodborne, uh, Dark Souls. Yeah. From Dark mm. Souls. Right. And they're just like, these are real games. You know, you have to play <laughs> them. You can't use these certain mechanics in the games. You got right, to play them the real way, the hard way. way. Um, it's, it's very, you know, it's very cult-like. Mm -hmm. um, Hold up! What is the hard way? Because that game was hard as it was. <laughs> so Elden Ring has like summons, right, in it, mm -hmm. and people are like, "Oh, you can't use the summons because like that's the easy mode, and like they, that's not the real version because it it didn't exist in the previous games." And it's it's a lot of it is just like the increasing amount of people who like make games their personalities. And then they're trying mm. to like enforce their rigid structures and say, well, if you don't beat this the hard way, you've gained nothing from it. Like you're not doing it the real way. Um, and, you know, Elden Ring is very, very different from a game like Horizon, which like says, hey, go this way. Mm. Or like, hey, like, you know, like we're going to clutter your screen with lots of like information for you and try to make this as intuitive as possible. Whereas Elden Ring goes like very much the opposite, like. This game's mm. going to be kind of brutal. You're going to die in your first, mm. like, major mm. fight. Guaranteed. Um, I died my first fight. Elden Ring is also open world. Where it's like, you could do things completely out of order. Very true. Mm. Whereas, I, I, 
I'm guessing. Well, I only know I haven't played much of it, but I only know because of that one boss at like the beginning where you just can't fight it right away and you have to fight it like way later if anything. Yeah. Um but like you can go throughout the rest of the world, but like there's still a storyline, there's still Oh, okay. But yeah, so there's plenty of of lore and story to, that that's backing Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. It was written mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. George R R Martin for shit's sake. Um, he took yeah. his, you know, wonderful time out of writing the last Game of Thrones book to, uh, you know, direct like an entire video go. game, you know, storyline. So, well, he hadn't written there's... himself into a corner yet for Elden Ring, so it was not that hard. You so, know, so, so uh, beyond that, I mean, there were, it's not linear at all. I, mm-hmm. I have Elden Ring. Uh, I, I definitely there are with there are lots of things that happen minutes, before you know? other things in the game. <laughs> Okay. Right, there are still linear storyline aspects, um, but you don't have to do them in a certain order. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's 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 a very good game, but mm. it, um, you know, it's very difficult, and like the storyline's not like put together coherently, mm. right? Like it's it's just kind of thrown out there, and people learn far more lore from YouTube than from the game itself. <laughs> Oh, that's, um, that's weird. Which is an interesting <laughs> route to go, but people really like to hype on, like, it's it's the superior way, and it's treating you like an adult, it's treating you like you're intelligent, whereas these other ones are making it, like, just kind of, you know, blind, dumb entertainment. Um, so and, like, wh- there's certain things that ring true, but, like, mm. it was just a really big controversy that dominated the first half of the year. Really? Especially with nothing good really out, too. Oh, that's Cause right. Before, because <laughs> Elden Ring was the biggest thing before. Like, I don't even know. I think the last thing that might have been out was the Pokemon controversy, which was like November, and then God of War Ragnarok, which was also November. Oh, last so it was like the end of the year. Really hit the zeitgeist to me in the same way, right? Like the... nothing. Wait, wait, wait. What was the Pokemon controversy? Oh, oh, it was that just that Game Freak rushed it, and yeah, it was broken. <laughs> it was bro- like, I had the game crash on me yeah. three times. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Right, I didn't like, that's it, just mm... normal release stuff. Like, that's just... Right. That's that's always happen every year. It's gonna yeah. be, uh, like, of course it is. Like, there's... And it's... Even if they put, like, six more months into it, it still probably would have broken the first weekend, because they need roughly, like, ten times more servers the first weekend than the mm. third month. Right? Like they also need a bigger team to work on the games too, because they have like pretty much nothing new done besides like uh, maybe mechanics in the world, because like the animations are still the same, and somehow those break, well, and, and then they rush all the workers. So it's like kind of sucks. I mean, another Witcher Three edition came out this year. Like another God of War came out this year, and those were no. solid Witcher offerings, 3, though. No? Witcher Three didn't get a re-release; it got an update. Witcher Three—I mean, I don't know what you want from me, but like that's the same thing. Like, no, no, no. They they literally released a, <laughs> uh, an X pack just to give it like textures and shit. Like, sure, they did the same thing for Walmart. It's a ref- You want? It's a refresh. It's a. It's the same game, though, right? Exactly, same exact game. There's yes. no new content. There's nothing. They literally. Just okay, that's it, what uh, I they mean. just updated yeah. the graphics yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they gave that's it a. a it's a, not a, like it was a whole cool. DLC. Release. I was just saying exactly. they, they released it again. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. they put out, you know. But that's such a good with game. Some tweaks that I um, can see them making money off of that. It does, in a lot of ways, feel like the bigger 
the industry gets and the more it's shifting to mobile games, mm. like the more stagnant it feels. And that's one of the reasons why Elden Ring was so popular is and it caused such a controversy is because it has felt stagnant for a number of years. I mean, we're all sitting here playing League of Legends that came out in the O's, <laughs> right? And it's 2023. Oh, no. We should be doing crazy 3D hyper interactive all kinds of crazy stuff, right? You know, but it, we're not. We're playing League. Mm. Um, <laughs> and half the money, like there was a decline this year, apparently in revenue of about 4%, which makes sense because we get less out of COVID. People mm. are less just completely like feeling like they're trapped at home. Um, even more so than last year, but half the money went to mobile games. Mm. Like that means that console, computer, and browser games are sharing the rest. I mean, browser games don't really make any money. Honestly, like, half of that's probably Genshin Impact. Hmm? Half of that is probably Genshin Impact. <laughs> Genshin well, is so money grubbing, <clears throat> and it's on both mobile and consoles. Yeah, you you could definitely so, wear that game up. I am very curious. I dropped if, like two hundred like, last week. Oh my jeez. I am very curious if games like Marvel Snap that's on Steam and hmm. you know your phone how, does it count the money from like are those considered mobile games or do they count like their the phone portion goes to mobile and the computer portion goes to computer. But what, like, are they primary released for, or they will release simultaneously for both? I mean, I would, I don't know. I guess it depends on the company. I don't itself. know what Marvel snap is, but I do remember it being advertised first for mobile at comic con when I went. Yeah. It's, it's a three lane deck building game where you're trying to win on two of the three lanes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen that game. It's it's simple. It's kind of fun. Um, but it's one of those things. So the the guy who ran Hearthstone for a long time, and when he left, it got better, hmm. is running Marvel Snap. And he's one of those guys that's, you know, kind of like Musk, where, like, he has a lot of fanboys. He has a lot of people who really like him. Um, <laughs> I think it's Ben Brody is his name. And he's the developer. Like, the game feels really hollow and it feels like they're hiding so much of the game behind like a oh. crazy like you can't buy the card you want, right? All you can do is dump hundreds of dollars into the game into trying chance. to advance oh. faster to have a chance at the card you want. So <clears> when <throat> you're hiding the game behind time and money, mm. you either are kind of admitting I don't have a great game. Or, like, I can't produce content or I don't trust in my future content and my game to keep you here. We're just trying to give you just enough to keep you coming back. And, like, yeah. their most recent patch, they um, let out this thing. Like, you know, oh, we're going to, you know, let new players get this bundle so that, you know, they can kind of catch up. And they, mm. you know, phrase it like they're being nice. Look at the bundle. It's $100. <laughs> like, they're yeah. just... Like the the amount of do money dropping is painful. It's like <laughs> insulting. Yeah, uh, like oh, they'll give you a first time the... deal too. Wait, yeah, Beyond, we haven't heard from you, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think that's some of the big things about like some of the other games, like Lost Ark, another one that that's came a out. Big one that, yeah. But that one was a big kind of like flop too, because I think like something that's very successful in Korea is because they like to take their time into a game, mm. and so they have those kind of time restraints, but. The players over there are playing it 
because they enjoy investing two, three hours a day in a game where I think some of those games that are really successful overseas don't work here because a lot of US players just want that instant gratification. So they're not willing to wait for the time gates or want to like spend that time daily like other countries do. So I see that's why some of those games don't fail. And then you have other games like I think like uh, Riot's been really good on their Runeterra uh, where they kind of release a new expansion like every 90 days, but you, you can pretty much, as long as you play uh, maybe four hours a week, you can get like all your diamond chests and unlock all the cards without really having to spend any money at all and then enjoy the game without having to worry about like um, being gated or anything. And really, I think that's where Riot does a really good job still about being trying to be top market is that most of their things that they get their money from is that everyone likes cosmetics and they're willing to pay for the cosmetics in interactions and then give the game basically for free and say, you can unlock every card. You can have everything if you just put a little bit of time into it. Just like League. Why League is still successful is you play the game and you can unlock every character eventually without having to put a dime in. But it gets you hooked onto the game that you're just like, I love the game so much now and I put so much time into it that I'm just going to buy the cosmetics anyways. And I think that's why when maybe down the road in the future when they release their MMO, it will probably be free and have the very similar style to it. And people will just like to play it. But Riot does a good job of saying, hey, you can just go play other games, but just come back to us and you're always, you won't be too far behind, but you still get rewarded if you're a diehard fan. So I think that's something that is new in games. And I think like even WoW has kind of turned the, the tables in that and has really learned about their player base and said, hey, with this new Dragonflight that just came out a month ago, people are really loving it because they can actually play alts and not have to do this. Like, I have to grind 10 different things to uh, keep my character up to par. And I can't go to another game because if I miss one week, I'm behind and the guild's Mm going to kick me and I can't do top-end content. So I think that even Blizzard has seen a little change and is uh, going in a different direction. This just doing their pay-by-service, but they're starting to listen to their community a little bit more so they can try to regain their structure compared to some of these games <laughs> that are just instant like flops when they come out blizzard was the worst offender in terms of uh paid transaction for the oh, man. video game drop yeah I was... <laughs> yeah <laughs> Diablo so, immortal so... um i tried oh, it out oof. played it for a little while <laughs> and it was so many pop-ups and buy this buy that skip this screen so you can get to the actual action like that immediately turned off for me and uh would you play it on mobile or pc i tried it on mobile and um Uh, i was not even gonna bother downloading it on pc (laughs) i didn't even know it was on pc when i heard that i was like yeah are you serious oh my god because i saw i know because lost ark was out they were competing with it well yes exactly see i played lost ark pretty hard and with lost ark I know in my person, you know, just in my experience before, I really like had to like give it give it a break for a little while. I mean, I still log in just to get the daily reward, but that's pretty much all I can do at this point. <laughs> but you were able to you were able to actually advance if you played the game, almost like maybe not to the same extent like how League is, where you're able to advance in levels, get chests and stuff like that. Because because I'll be honest, League, when I first I remember when I first played League and. I was a little, I was a little worried. Yeah, I know it was, it was pretty bad. It was rough, but um, <laughs> but 
but just the whole the the monetization of it wasn't as as ridiculous like last year i think we've probably seen and i don't know if you guys agree or disagree but i mean like that's that's one key thing like we talk about diablo immortal that that i think is like the biggest offender right now you know what i mean like blizzard's kind of really enjoying that trend but think the diablo immortal i i saw a video i saw a youtube video and the guy literally counted all the different monetization ways they have they have like <laughs> it's like 15 different ways okay to pay well money to with get diablo some, immortal food. it's made to be a mobile game so uh, it's just a shitty shame that it has diablo in the name because if you take Diablo out of the name and just called it like Immortal or something, some Chinese mobile game, it would make perfect sense. But going back to Lost Ark, with all those Korean MMOs, there's another one that's out that I know my girlfriend and a few other people we know play a lot called Maple Story. And with oh, those, that's been out for forever. Yeah. Right, but like it's, I'm bringing it up because with Lost Ark, it's the Korean MMO mentality where it's like. You have to do dailies, you have to do this and that just to even get into it. And it's like, mm. it's kind of annoying at times. That's all I I'll remember, say. I remember but, um, when, uh, when Maple Story was only on PC. Yeah, because so that's on mobile now, now too. Yeah, they bro, have, now it's both, mobile. Yeah. Like, look at that. Now you're like, holy shit, it's mobile? Yeah, yeah. man, I remember when that shit was on PC. <laughs> I, I, like... I tried getting into both of them this year, but it's like, it's so much. Because Lost Ark, I wanted to really get into, mm. but having to be able to, yeah, I like at Lost the time, to fully do that. Like, I can't even play WoW now. I wanted to get Dragonflight, but nah. Yeah, I think it's pretty simple. It's not as bad as like Eve back in the day, where it's like oh, if you God. didn't upgrade your ship, you're already fucking behind, and you're always getting true. Up. So I mean, Eve it's online. like it looks like it wasn't as bad as that. But yeah, online it's again. one of those grinds where you kind of feel like you you want to achieve something, but every day that you don't log in, you're that much farther behind everything. Right. Those games are so toxic and just like just essentially bad for you as a person most of the time. Like Which anytime, ones, like Lost like, Ark, like the games that really like have it that you story. can actually just buy your way to the top and stuff like that, or or well, pay to win is a whole different issue. There's the games, there's pay to win as a problem, and then there's the games that are just like we're gonna do everything we can to make it so that like this can and will be your entire life. Like you're mm-hmm. gonna go to work and you're gonna come home and play this game, and that's it. Well, that's <laughs> you're gonna give it, us your money. You're gonna do. You what know, you're I, gonna spend yeah. four hours a day. We're going to give you four hours of dailies to do every single day. Right. Like, what I've learned is that that's, that really is a Korean gaming mentality, though. Like, they, mm-hmm. they really enjoy grindy games. It's, it's, such, a, it's such a different cultural, cultural difference. So, I, don't, I don't know about that. Have you seen the Call of Duty franchise? Like, all you're doing is oh, grinding. And, like, yeah, that new card is a waste. $200 billion, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, that's true. Um, but isn't it like? But it's a different genre too, though. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. But it's still the same. Like, we're trying to get all of your time and money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's it's we're right. hitting some really log interesting on, periods four hours where a day. you get some games like Call of Duty come out every year, mm-hmm. right? And then you have the forever games like League of Legends and World of Warcraft that don't really seem to be going anywhere, and they've been out for you know for a lot of people like their adult life. Like they, you know, you can be For decades, effectively literally. like 30 now, 
Yeah. And since you become an adult, you could have come home every day and played League of Legends, and it's still like a wildly popular game. So, like, of course, mm -hmm. the game in industry is going to feel bogged down. Like, mm. Dwarf Fortress is a game that came out on Steam this year, but it's been going strong since like 2007 as like a labor of love between like two brothers. And it's like this crazy, complicated game. Like, these games hang around. They're not like movies, they're, they're mm. more almost more like soap operas, where it's like they can just be part of your life forever now. <laughs> like, you can I watch mean... Days of the, you know, Days of Our Lives. <laughs> Or forty I want, a, I want a young and the restless game, man. I, I want to, I want to see the <laughs> twins, brothers, fathers. You know, yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy. I mean, there's, there's definitely games like that, but <laughs> I mean, so so what other what other offerings were there really last year? I mean, we we've really been talking about the negatives, and it's funny because I I I knew we might have trended towards this just because there were so many, there were so many. Right. Just I mean, just I like, think. Yeah, you know, Elden Ring was really good. I think the Horizon game, like my dad's playing the Horizon game right now. He really likes it, thinks it's really fun. Um, nice. The God of War looked good. I never actually played that one. Mm. Um, I think Marvel Snap had some positives to it. It's, you know, it's won some like top rated. Mobile it got game mobile of game of the year somehow. Yeah. Right. It's all like you're not going to get into it if you're not like super popular and stuff. Mm. But like there's. There's a ton of great games. It's much harder to find the ones that are going to do something for you. Like I've played so many games at this point that like I'm like, oh, that's another rolly game. Like, cool. I'm going to roll around and I'm going to stab people with a sword. I'm not super interested. But if it's really, really good, like then I might give it a shot. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's it's just there's so much of it that like mm. you're often just guided by what your friends are up to. Yeah. It depends on what they play too, though, because like I'm not a COD gamer, so I skipped on COD for the last like ten years or so or whatever. Yeah. But the one game that I did pick up this year that seems to come out every year was Pokemon. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is my second favorite Pokemon game of all time right now. And you played it, all of them. I played all of them. Yes. Yeah. And there's only yeah. one I never completed. That was Sword and Shield. I returned that thing. <laughs> it was so bad. Well, yeah, that was. That was a pretty, uh, <laughs> but it's was, like people have been saying, sure. yeah, people have been saying how Pokemon's been on a decline because of how Game Freak just operates. And while that's mm. true, Scarlet and Violet was really well done. Ignore all the, uh, the glitches and stuff you see on Twitter and whatnot. Sitting down to play the game, you'll be like, wow, this is an actual Pokemon game. Mm. They did an approach where it was like, you could take on the gym leaders in any order. There's multiple parts of the overall story that you could do in different parts. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's a legit open world Pokemon game. I felt like I was playing black and white all over again. The story is that good. I'm telling you. Nice. Yeah, that, that seems to be the general statement. What about the, there was, there was an influx of side-scrolling fighting games. I don't know if anybody noticed that, which I thought was actually pretty cool. There was, did Streets of Rage 4 come out last year or 2021? I think that was 2021. 2021? Okay. But then you had, then you had the Turtles. Turtles. Game. Yeah. That was, that was a good game. And the Streets of Rage 4 game kept having updates. They kept adding characters to it. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did a re-release on the Switch and right. then did a bunch of updates uh, for it after that. 
Right, which I thought was cool. I was hoping, and I was like, oh, man, let, let's get a bunch. Because if you, if you release a bunch of these side-scrolling games that... See, because TMNT, what I liked about TMNT, Shredder's Revenge, was the whole one person had it, and your Steam friends can literally join the game. That was... I, yeah, I that thought was that was good. phenomenal. You know, that the fact that that could be done and if more games would utilize it, because think about it, it wasn't an expensive game. You know, it was it was what, like 20 bucks. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it was I think it was worth it. You know, there was that more was so a steam feature than it is anything else. It's not. Yeah. Really, you know, it's more so making sure that because uh, the switch the, version, I don't know if that has it at all or whatever, you know? Yeah, the, sw- the switch version mm. you, you can do online with, but you can't. Uh, everybody has to own the game. You can't just. Uh, play with oh okay okay yeah right a remote share feature that steam does with that i just thought that was cool i mean there was a bunch of uh shoot 'em up releases that i followed that i thought were really cool and yeah i mean but other than that so yeah like what what was what was the worst let's let's talk about the trend and i mean we we discussed a lot of it already really you know the whole this whole monetization trend, it, it, it feels like last year, it kind of, hopefully that's the pinnacle of it. Hopefully it doesn't get worse because <laughs> we've seen. Oh no, they're going to continue it. It's oh. so one of the things that's interesting to me is there were like, just looking at the Wikipedia of last year in 2022 in video games, over mm. 800 games released. 800. Wow. Over what? 800 games released. Right. Wow. And some of those are, and they're going to be things like Witcher Three, the re-release with just texture mm. changes or whatever. Mm. But like that's that's a lot. That is. That's a lot. And so, how are people going to, like, choose going forward? Like, how are you going to, you know, are you just going to pick the most popular ones? Mm-hmm. Right. Because that... I was going to ask, how many of those are like indie games or whatnot, or do, do they not have those statistics? Um, I'm sure that I'm. It sounds like it's a, there's it has quite to be a, a part few, of but it. like I mean, if you look at each month, like you know, Nintendo Switch would have like ten on, mm. Xbox would have ten of them on. Uh, there's going to be a lot of them that are smaller, but it's not going to be like they're probably I don't I doubt they're including every single tiny indie game that released because like they're not right. just listing Steam games, right? They're not like listing tiny Steam games. It's you know, lots of Nintendo games, lots of ones that released on all things. Um, so, That's like, a these large are number <laughs> real games. What's well, it's think of how many countries are out there and how many mm. of them are producing games? Like, it's mm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest trend is going to be how many games are going to uh, be sustainable uh, with their current model. And I think uh, Riot is going to do it right by just allowing players to spend the money when they have the money, mm-hmm. not be forced to spend it up front and always up front. Uh, that way you can play all their different games, whether you're Runeterra, maybe you just play uh, League, maybe you play some of their other titles, maybe you mm-hmm. play TFT, but you can find a game that you like, play it, never really fall behind, and then always just upgrade your cosmetic looks and stuff. And I think that's the type of game that's going to succeed in the future here and not like one that you're always having to pay subscriptions or to get to the next level. You have to start purchasing certain uh, battle time gaps and battle packs to get there. I think those (laughs) games are going to fall off because even you see that even with the video cards, people don't even want to put the 3000 anymore. They're like, 
for a one percent gain? Do I spend three grand for that uh, forty whatever, or do I just go with a three thousand series, pay eight hundred dollars, and mm. lose one percent increase in speed? Like consumers are getting a little smarter, and they're and they're not willing to waste that much money anymore. Uh, but during COVID times, it was kind of like when you're isolated, you're kind of like, sure, I got nothing else to do. Why not? Now that you're back, kind of out, people don't want to spend that money. Plus, just as Rage said. 800 games came out. People want to try different stuff to see if it works. 800 games. But I'm still trying to digest how, that. How can you try a game? It's crazy. If you're like, go back to that Lost Ark and stuff, and you feel like you're time capsuled into a game mm-hmm. where it's like, if you leave for like five days, you're already far behind or you're paying a subscription. It's really mm-hmm. hard to continue to play those games and venture out. And I think that's why people like, uh, like mm-hmm. Riot, it's easy for them to like make games and say, go ahead, play any game you want. We challenge you to go out there and find a game that you like that's better than ours so that they can hear that feedback and then make a similar game and make it better and put the resources in. Mm. So they almost like challenge you, kind of like how Blizzard did it in the day where they, they make these great games and did a lot of great stuff with it and kind of challenge people to challenge them on their uh, their way of their engines and everything and, and really show what you have. Like, are you going to get that half-assed game or are you going to get that full, complete game there? Everyone's like, oh, man, after you get past the first level, it really dies down. Almost like a Game mm-hmm. of Thrones where you're like, yeah, the first four <laughs> seasons were amazing. And then it was like, huh. We didn't talk about the rest. <laughs> yeah. yeah really. <laughs> so let's uh, forget about the production afterwards. We just made like, a really happened? good trailer and stuff. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, right? Blizzard kind of just totally fell off. But we also know why. I mean, there was a lot of... Man, management issues. Hey, hey, hey! I don't blame the management issues for putting out shit content. I was gonna I mean, say Overwatch yeah, Two is a joke. joke. Well, no, no, no. So, yeah. so my point is that because management was a little too busy focusing on other things they shouldn't have been <laughs> focusing on, they weren't really, they weren't really, I guess, monitoring the quality of their games. And it's like as long as they were bringing in money, they didn't care. It's not. It's it's management's decision is to focus. So man, man, uh, management of Blizzard for years and years has just mm. been okay. Let's. How do we produce more income? How do we get more income out of this? How do we increase monetization? Like Wizards of the Coast is going through it right now, mm-hmm. where they're like trying to revamp their open license. They're like D and D is not well. Like it's not making enough money. We we need to increase the monetization. It's it's not monetized enough. Uh, and they're destroying Magic the Gathering, releasing so many things. They're oversaturating the market. Right. But like that's that's what these companies are done. Like that's what business students learn to do. And then they mm. go out there and they're trying to extract as much. Like they want all of your money, right? Every company wants all of your money. All None of them are yes, like, well, yes, we're making do. good <laughs> money, and that's good enough. And mm. our goal is to exist and pay our staff a good salary. And, you know, if we can give some money to the shareholders, that's great. Like, that's not mm-hmm. the point. The point is to get as much money as possible. Mm-hmm. And they're always going to be pushed to make more and more money. Mm-hmm. So they're just trying their hardest to f- create more addictive games that give you more FOMO, that get you more and more addicted, and just really increase sales short term. And But like, essentially, it gets insulting, and then you just quit the game forever. Right, and which that's is why, what, like League right. of Legends, hasn't done that. It's not begging for your money. It's not insulting you, and so it ends up like you're like, no, I'll I'll happily go buy this stupid twenty dollars skin, and it's because I haven't spent money on this game in three months. Yeah, and it's a lesson that keeps happening. No, I mean, 
has no one really learned? I mean, everyone's trying to get the quick buck. But that's not how the pay structure is set up for the executives. The mm. pay structure is always like quarterly bonuses, right? Right, right? They're always trying to achieve their quarterly bonuses. If you look at how medicine goes up in the United States, it goes up so they can all hit their quarterly or yearly bonuses for the executives. Mm. There is no like that is the only thing you can track it by. If you look at the executives pay structure, they will just increase it by enough to hit whatever their their bonus is at yeah. over and over and over again. And that's how it moves up because that's what like, of course, that's your goal. If your goal, if your job will pay you $250,000 to work it mm-hmm. and 5 million, if you hit your goal, then you're just, just going to make do everything right. you can to get that 5 million. Why wouldn't you want, you don't care about mm-hmm. the gamers playing your game. You're an executive who came in to run this company. Your previous companies were working from for Amazon and BlackRock or something. Right. Right. So now right. you're coming in and you're trying to extract profit for yourself. Yeah. as fast as possible hey i think there's an interesting point i'm sorry i joined late hey switchy sorry i joined late i've been kind of listening a little bit enjoying it i wanted to just bounce off a couple of points that i think is important so um first thing i think there's other ways to create hype for your game and i think there was an exception to the rule of games last year that no one brought up and i think it's really important uh cyberpunk Cyberpunk was a dead game. That was last year. They released an anime. That game came out in 2020. They had the, really? the anime. So it was, they released the edge. It was out yeah, for two yeah, years. Yeah. I bought it when it first came out, played an hour, and said, this game is so buggy, so problematic. Because oh, it released hard. I closed it. It was that a horrible release. It was 2020. It released 2020. And then, yep. Right. And then what right. happened was, was last year, they released an anime, a 10-episode anime called Cyberpunk Edgerunners, mm. and it was so good. And then they had comboed that with an update in-game as well as a massive multiple patch run to fix the game, to fix a lot of the problems. And the game soared to play hours that rivaled pretty much any other game that was out on the market at that time. I went from playing zero to putting in, I'm already about 200 hours with multiple playthroughs because of the environment. So that was a big deal. So much so that it spun an expansion that's slated for early this year where, you know, how obviously everyone knows that one of the leads in that game is Keanu Reeves. um, Mm -hmm. As in, he literally is in the game. Idris Elba. Another Mm -hmm. top tier actor is now in it. So there is a... No, no, like, as well, a character, yeah, and as a character, like a full blown three D oh, character. Really? It's him. It looks <laughs> yeah. like him. Yeah, everything fully modeled. So, nice. so there's that. I, I think something really I want to bring a little attention to to some of your comments really fast about game market and how games are developing. Rage gave a lot about money and extracting mm. funds and and a lot of that from your market. I come from a different game space. I obviously play League with a lot of you guys, um, Valorant a little bit. Um, you know, League 10 plus years, as most of you guys are. Um, <laughs> but I spend majority of my time, League challenged me, as Rage said. Riot challenged me, and I found a game that I play more than I play League of Legends. I obviously play Destiny, Destiny mm-hmm. 2. Um, and there was an interesting point, because Destiny is like top 10 in Steam total player base. I believe, or close to it. Still, wow. Um, and 
they had a moment back about four years ago in the Destiny lifespan, right at about halfway through the first year or so, where um, they were weeks away from the game shutting down. Yeah. That's how bad the game had come. Right, right. And there was an interesting piece that came out from one of the lead designers and directors of the game um, where it leaked his PowerPoint presentation at a GDC convention um, or GDC, which was like a game developer, game developers conference. Mm -hmm. And he talked about the changes that have to be made in the game space from what we consider a game. You know, no longer are games just you get your game, you play it, you're done, you move on. Every game now is a version of a live service game. And he used a really good analogy. It's like as the game is moving, you're working on the next stage of the game. But the game is coming into the train station. And you can either stop it at the train station and fix bugs, correct problems, redo the game. Or you have to ship the game and keep going in its current state. And I think that's been a big cause for concern over the last year, two years, Mm -hmm. is you ship a game and you feel it's got bugs, it's got problems, and that really hurts the game's opening, aka Halo Infinite. Mm. Game came out, it was dog water, the worst game. And the release has been bad. I mean, the game is is in not a good state. I mean, That was last year too, right? Yeah. Well, that was 2021 into 2022, correct? That was end of year. End of year. And it basically killed it because they didn't have the right placement. But the idea now is you're in a new state where everything is live service. Also, and and I think that is a big difference. Also, really quick Mm -hmm. to just answer a point with your Korean MMO conversation, one of the things that Korea has that we don't have really is PC Bangs. And which are basically land, PC Bang is a Korean version of a land cafe. Oh, Um, and in land cafes or PC Bangs in Korea, a lot of games, including League, a little bit, um, Valorant, I believe, uh, Lost Ark, even Destiny as a version of it, they offer, Mm. exclusive subscription-based models and content to players who are playing the game in the PC bag. So the grindy elements, in-game currencies, other things like that, that we're used to getting in maybe a game like WoW is a different structure because they're getting benefits Mm. through the use of playing games in PC banks, coupled with American MMOs tend to be more based on skill leveling, yeah. lower level caps, higher skill level, more skill options later. Korean games tend to be more based on high level caps yeah. and less skill, less more PvP, less customizations as you go late. So that just seems to be cultural changes. But I think yeah. that's important to just realize is it definitely is. There's not that many games right now that can or studios, Riot being one of them that can that can maintain a live service game. But even as we've seen over the last month, you know, it seems the changes, it, it, there's a lot of trending that while the player base is still very strong, that Riot is seeing that the Valorant may be their next focus, you know, versus League. You know, I mean, the League market, League of Legends, LCS, the market's dying, you know, in terms of the player base watching that. 
Um, and I wonder if that's you're they're starting to see that effect, and that's why they're putting a lot more focus into a different live service game, Valorant in this case, and different cosmetic oh. focus. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. For Steam, the current Steam charts, Destiny 2 is seventh at 74,000. Uh, one oh, and two is Counter Strike <laughs> with about half a million. Dota 2 with about a quarter of a million, and then everything else is below 100k. Dota still? Mm-hmm. Dota yeah, is Dota's, still? It's just yeah. league in the world. Yeah, it's, it's just league not... in Russia. So. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that, is, that is pretty amazing. Wow. I think uh, it's just one of, a very popular game that just sits there. It's a, it's a very quick game, you know? Mm. Like, you can just play a fun match, and whether mm. it's with friends really quick or ranked, and within, like, 30 minutes, you kind of have done game, so... That's so wild. That's so wild. It's, I mean, I'm those games exist it on like it doesn't match up with leagues of an amazing base, game. Though. But yeah. Um, like those games are all about the peaks, right? The bringer backers, as my friend calls them in golf. When you hit a good shot, it's a bringer backer. Uh, League of Legends mm -hmm. and those types of games, like when they're at their peak, they are so amazing that like it's nothing else really compares to them when you're having like the super intense game. Mm -hmm. Like it's hard to compare that to and you can get it constantly like every day if you play 10 games you're going to get like one good to great game mm. whereas like if you play like an rpg you know you might have like 10 to 15 hours of having a lot of fun but eventually you're going to beat it and it's going right. to get less and less fun right, um, right but yeah the forever games the live games is uh that's what she calls them like they're that's why we're and, still talking about league of legends that's like every mm -hmm. game is either like a release and you pay money for it and then it kind of can go away or mm. it's like a, okay. And usually those, like even, you know, most of those that aren't done as like a one-off, here's the exact same thing. We're already moving on. Mm. Like even like Stardew Valley, one random dude creates it and it just kind of becomes his forever game. He's just going to update it until he doesn't want, he doesn't need the money anymore. Yeah. Like and he's not interested and no one likes it. He doesn't have any more ideas. And like, to give you to answer your point, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, you just pulled up the top ten most played get or most played games on Steam right now. Is that concurrent? You look or at, just total the numbers. So, so look at it right now. Um, so directly top, on Steam. Yeah, the mm. top five, six, seven, eight of the top ten. One, two, two three, I know it's four, two different stats. Five, six, six. Of the top 10, no, seven of the top 10 either are free to play initial entry or have a free to pay element, mm -hmm. aka so Counter Strike, Dota, Apex, and PUBG, free to play. Call of Duty is a, it says price is $69.99, but that's if you want the full game. You can play Warzone 2 for free. Mm -hmm. Destiny 2 has a free to play entry element. Rust, you have to pay for it, looks like, unless there's a free-to-play. I don't know no, much about it's, Rust. It's got a free-to-play element. Right. Oh, Rust T is, TF2. Rust TF2, <laughs> I don't know, Unturned. TF2, um, wow. Grand Theft Auto Five, but that has the Grand Theft Auto Online. I don't know mm. if that's free-to-play. Yeah, GTO Online. Lost Ark. So what's happening is, is people mm. in the gaming space would rather spend their money yeah. on a invest would rather re as opposed to being forced to spend $60. I mean, Elden Ring is the only game and, and that's 11. That is just yeah. a standard pay for it and move. Yeah. We, and, but, and we, we yeah, spoke about right. that game earlier. Like right. we had a really right. good 
really good discussion about it. So right, but that's the thing is it's it mostly just, free to play yeah, is where people go. They would rather go to a what game. An interesting trend. And the key to a free to play game is as Rage said before, mm. what is the commitment from the studio? Right. We know that Riot has been strong in patching and keeping League of Legends fresh and moving, mm. regardless of how I feel sometimes. And <laughs> but and the same thing with Valorant, the same thing with Apex Legends. Mm. You know, these games are constantly changing, um, mm. or at least being freshened. And that's why they stay. And I think that's where a lot more people move is. And I think that's where gaming is trending in regards to that. And, you know, and, you know, you see games that are that should be, you know, maybe 10 years ago, we would have wanted to have been really invested in now are barely, you know, barely even scratching the surface. Yeah. Well, so you were talking, you made a good point about about things evolving and stuff like that and things changing. So I just want to bring up this next topic real quick. And this is actually a little more personal. So, you know, we've all we've all grown as people, as gamers. We've grown in skill. We've grown in age. And, you know, when 2022 started, I just want to know when when you go into a new year, you know, and maybe this isn't something that you've actually really thought about, but. You know, is there is there a mentality that you go in the new year with when it comes to gaming? Like, do I wanna do I wanna improve? Do I wanna reach a certain a certain level? And do you you know is are, are these things like attainable goals too? You know what I mean? Are they goals that are that are worth doing? And has the gaming space actually allowed that to actually happen? Mm, I'll take you up on that first. Because oh, I kind of yeah. already, I already have that answer. Because oh, as of lately, <laughs> every so, <laughs> it was about two years ago when I started playing Final Fantasy VI, and after beating that game, playing JRPGs in general is something mm. that I just love to do now. Because mm. when it, this was yeah, 2020 was when it happened. Ah. It was when games were starting to fall off. You know, it was like the new COD Modern Warfare. It was like, I didn't want to play that. I thought it was garbage. Mm. You know, people who played it were a certain type of gamer. So it was like, I didn't want to play with them. And then, you know, it was the same old League of Legends, this and that. No one wanted to play Overwatch, although Overwatch now kind of sucks, sadly. Mm. So I was like, you know what? Let me just play a JRPG. And then after Final Fantasy VI, I played Chrono Trigger for the year. I played that and I was actually able to stream it to my girlfriend. So having someone to even watch it added to the experience. A few days ago, I watched on Netflix. It's called Dragon Quest Your Story. It's just a recap of like Dragon Quest V with like a little funny twist at the end. And that makes me want to play a whole ass Dragon Quest game now. Hmm. So with that, each year I go into it being like, what JRPG am I going to play? Or how many of them am I going to play this year? Because honestly, with how multiplayer video games are now, where it's like, you know, it's the same old forever games or the newest edition of said game. And then, you know, it's always, at least with my experience, it's always everyone hypes it up for too much. And then once everyone spends like $70 within the first few weeks, after a month, I guarantee you no one is playing it again. And then they go back to League of Legends 
They go back to <laughs> whatever. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I was playing a game before I got in here, but it's like everyone is always complaining that they want to play something with everyone. Where it's like you could just play a game and just stream it to your friends. It doesn't have to be Twitch because that's another thing. I know if I were to do Twitch, I wouldn't be popular at all. It would literally just be my friends watching it too. So it's like I'll just stream it to them personally in my Discord. Hmm. You know, if it's just a if it's a passion game like I know the next one when it comes out eventually, Metroid Prime Four. I want to play that and show it to everyone so bad. Oh. But for now, I just stick I to the JRPGs because. No! Oh my God! Don't say that. That's sad. I know. I know. I mean, like you'll see the remaster. But, don't worry. But even with that, do you feel like you've 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 changed as a gamer? Like, have you, what 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 uh? Oh yeah, what has, for sure. What has grown? Like, you know, there's always growth. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, I'm not as toxic of a gamer I used to be. You used to hear me 3 a.m. Oh. playing League of Legends at night. That, yeah. that was terrible. Yeah, I did. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to wake everyone up by saying certain words and whatnot, but, you know, we don't talk about that. And a lot of that attitude in general isn't really good. Mm. Like, I noticed it when I just went cold turkey with a bunch of people that I didn't really like to play before were toxic i became a lot happier <laughs> i became a lot happier my attitude changed and overall playing those games again now i know kind of what to do and what not to do so i have a sort of a sort of mixed uh what would i call it a mixed a mixed gamer profile why don't we call it so it'd be like, you know, for League of Legends, it's like, oh, you know, you got someone bad on your team, you call them trash. You don't go full off and call no them. No one does that. None of us here do that. I, I, I yeah, you're, you're, what, you're right. I'm a, I'm a terrible person. The other day. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, so much of that is just learning to look inward instead of outward. Like, what could I, like, <laughs> when you watch, like, a streamer, and the first thing, every time they die, they look for someone to blame, mm. and, <laughs> you know, people do the same thing all the time, like, oh, you know, why did you leave this chair here? It's like, you walked into a chair, buddy, that chair was there, like, that's <laughs> on you, right. people are hey, always hey, looking for someone I'm else to blame. I, I feel personally You have an excuse. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Those chairs sometimes. I mean, sometimes they do jump out. You know, that's, they do. That, that they, it's, like, it's like, why? <laughs> no, um, go on, Ben. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, people, they, they just, they get angry at games because they are looking for someone to blame because mm. they're upset. Like, that's fine. That happens. Um, but it's, I don't know. It, it's, it is definitely super toxic. It's definitely mm. not, not great, but it's always going to happen. Um, for me, like video games i've stopped for the most part being excited about new video games mm. i it's mostly social for me because i've played so many video games at this point that like it's very rare that one is revolutionary i'm playing gloomhaven right now gloomhaven is like on board game um geek it's been like the number one game for years what right and, but it, it's mm. this um it's I'll, uh I'll it's like a D&D type thing, but it's you're playing your characters. You have to use cards. You can use the top or the bottom. You play two cards each turn. You can use one of the tops and one of the bottoms of the cards, which it's leads to a lot of jokes. But 
the bottom mm-hmm. one is consistently movement. Is you as often movement. The top is often mm-hmm. attack. Mm. And you're just playing these boards, and like if you don't put like on an easy difficulty, they're quite hard. You kind of like barely have enough cards mm. to complete it a lot of the time. So like you may often fail if you put on a harder difficulty mm. because you're just going to run out of cards. Because after you use them, you can rest, and you get you have to burn a card to rest, and then you have less cards. And as you're going through a stage where it gets harder and harder, the game is getting. Like you're getting less and less cards and they're getting burnt. So your yeah. deck's getting smaller and you take more turns off. Um, and it's just simulating exhaustion, right? Like your character just kind of gets exhausted by the end. But this game's been out for a while, but it's new to me. There's so many games now mm. that like every once in a while, there's going to be a game like Elden Ring, which you're like, well, I kind of feel like I have to play. This game is so hype. This game is so big. Let me give it a shot. Mm. Mm. But you can discover games that have been out for 10 years and like all you really... The biggest draw for me is I have a friend who wants to play it. That's the mm. biggest draw for me because it's just much more about social time for me. That is interesting. Anybody else? I mean, I mean, I always have goals of like, uh, like league. I'm rate. trying to hit uh, diamond or master because for me, it's like I'm starting to get close to forty now. So it's how much can I compete with the kids these days, and mm-hmm. how much can I? Uh, like show that um, just knowledge of the game can mm. still outplay, and it's not always about technical ability. I mean, to be top elite, you're going to need all of that. But just being able to compete at a high level mm. uh, where it's like, okay, I can do it. it. For me, it's always about keeping my mind fresh and uh, energetic because I like uh, problem solving and stuff. Mm. And so like games do that for me. Like I get to build a community, I'll play with my friends, but I get to problem solve things. And when each game has its own problems to solve, whether you're in a raid of WoW, whether you're playing a League of Legends match and you're trying to either finish a game off, which Mm. you feel like 10k goal ahead, you should end the game and you still lose, or you're 10k behind and you end up winning. (laughs) Like those are, it's a great, easy puzzle and hard puzzle that should be simple and you still, Mm. uh, it ends up being complicated. So, those are kind of things. And then I just like community altogether. So I play a lot of games that require teamwork, uh, whether it's like a MMO or league or something. Uh, and then if I if I want to just kind of chill by myself, like so it's a late night and stuff, and I don't want to put too much energy, mm. still having the challenge of just being by myself, so I'm not being asked to rope myself, is playing like a, a Runeterra or a TFT match where it's on me. If I lose, it's it's because of my skill alone. It's not even, you know, there's some RNG, of course, with any type of game that you play, if, if you get the lucky card pick or not. But for the most part, it's in your hands. So still always challenging myself. So I think that's that's why I keep playing, and that's why I keep uh, uh, doing what I do every year. Nice. For me, nice. I came into this year uh, wanting to expand my game library, like, I have all these games that are in my backlog that just sit here collecting dust. Like, <laughs> I finally got around to finishing the first God of War from 2018. Like, that shit wow. was amazing. Like, the fucking story was was beautiful. The beautifully crafted story. Like, finishing it out nice. uh, just Ooh, made me want to go by that. Ragnarok even more. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't plan on spending the money on it until it goes on mm. sale or they give it to me for free like they did God of War. Mm. <laughs> but, um, I Indeed. mean, for me, it, it's, it's more so just... Finding a, a new experience, that's really what it is. Like, um, 
I'm, I'm currently playing through The Witcher. Um, mm. It getting the, the the graphics update, you know, drew me back to it. I originally bought it because my wife started watching the show on Netflix. Played a little bit, didn't really enjoy it. It felt dated. You know, we watched the second new Witcher uh, series that came out on Netflix, and I was like, screw it, let me let me try it again. The the mm. update just came out. You know, um, it's kind of like what what Switchy was talking about with Cyberpunk. The the mm. you know the drop of the series on Netflix made a renewed interest. That's so interesting. It's yeah. I mean, I might have to give Cyberpunk a, a chance now. Like I I've, I've heard a lot of good things. I know Switchy. I've been wanting to play so it. And Switchy's Switchy has good taste. I, I like he has good taste in games. So if he's actually saying it's actually worth playing, I, I would I would go for it honestly. It's on sale on <laughs> Steam right now. On Steam right now, it's fifty percent off. So it's thirty dollars instead of sixty. Oh, wow, nice. Yep. I'm sorry, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no apologies needed. Like it's it's. But I mean, for for me, I mean that's really what it is. I'm not looking mm. forward to to much else. I, I I agree with Rage. I'm not looking. Uh, I'm not putting too much faith in any games coming out this coming year. I mean, as much as I want to be super hyped for that Wolverine game that they just announced, um, I mean, they I love the, the fact Wolverine game. Yeah, bro, being done by uh, Insomniac, the same people that did the Spider-Man oh, game. Oh, yeah, okay. and, and if they're, and if they're just as good as the Spider-Man game, that was a good then game. I I hope that the the little bit of hype that I have behind it, it mm. is worth it because um, I know they're making Spider-Man two with both. Uh, Peter Parker um, and Miles Morales. Nice, but and uh, but um, I played the original Wolverine game when it came out on on PS4, uh, three and three sixty. That game was shitty. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, like to have a lot of hype it, it built up for a new Wolverine game based mm. off of what uh, Insomniac did off of those two Spider Man games. Yeah, there's hope, but I'm still not going to put much faith into it. Interesting. Interesting. Switchy, any, um, uh, yeah, give us your insight, man. Um, <clears throat> mine's a little different. I made a plan to myself to play less, I mm. think. Um, and I don't mean that, like, I just don't want to play any more games. I think I made it that I wanted to make my game experience very specific and very focused. Um, one of the biggest things, which I think you guys always laugh at, um, is league i've been playing league for 10 plus years now and it when i get into a game i generally have one game that i always come back to no matter what and then other games that fill the ancillary space and i think that's the same for most people mm. that always used to be league now it's destiny 2 and that's been my primary game focus for for quite some time now um i've tried to really chop out the league because it's not a good space for me mentally when i play games i'm very competitive as a play as a player and it tends to be negative impactful against the people that i play with but i like to play with people mm -hmm. you know i have a friend who's the type who plays one game and or plays every game plays 10 hours plays goes buys another game and <laughs> i think that's important i think for me it's to be make those make it a meaningful focus um and i think that's been kind of the 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 difference um you know i think you know we're you know there are games that i really would consider maybe going towards i do want to kind of maybe play valorant um a little bit more this year although 
hard for me to want to do that counter-strike model again from when i was a kid 15 Ugh. 30 rounds do all that but um you know i think exactly kind of what and i think the only two games that are really on my radar um i, I forgot the first one it's it's by a certain it's really the game judas which is by the developer kevin levine or levine judas. who created bioshock um, which was one of my favorite games of all time. So I think it's, it's, you know, for a lot of us, I think as we've, uh, most of us outside of, I mean, I don't want to age us all here, but most of us have, <laughs> you know, considerable lives going on Rare, beyond yeah. gaming, you know? <laughs> and, you know, I think it's, um, I think for a lot of us, this, the focus is probably the same to make those limited moments, you know, more meaningful as opposed to wasting you know feeling like you're wasting it in a space that you're not entirely happy and that's quality I think, versus quantity exactly yeah, quality versus quantity for my gaming experience and for me that's been destiny um you know they just released announcement for the new massive changes to the game coming in in february when the new deal the new expansion drops which is exciting and always um, february and september why yeah that's, that's their cycle. Yeah, yeah, Um, The worst is their two is their reset day is Tuesday, Tuesday. and it's the I same day. It. But it's that's not even the problem. It's the same day as when Steam does their maintenance. Yep. So when you sit down to play on Tuesday reset after you've had a long day at work, <laughs> you can't get your shit to work right. So, um, I think that's probably the most important. I mean, mm. you know, I think that's and you know. The only other focus is I've been trying to record more co record stuff as I play, and you know there might be a drive to pick up you know a little bit of quote unquote content creating, maybe not necessarily streaming, but YouTube mm. and things like that. But um, mm. but those that's that's kind of my thing: quality over quantity. Um, mm. and you know maybe keep it to a, a couple of little spaces versus getting into <laughs> trying to expand too far out my comfort zone. Nice, nice. Is that everyone? Oh no, I. You haven't talked. Okay, we got everybody <laughs> right. I just, I just, I don't want to. Hmm. I mean, it's big times, everybody. It's interesting. I, I like, I like hearing all, all your, all your perspectives. You know, 20, 2022, You know, you guys all know. For me, was definitely very interesting. I went from, so <laughs> believe it or not, I started the year wanting to grind my butt off in League of Legends to see how hard and how far I can go. That was actually my goal. I really wanted to, I really wanted to improve. And as time went on, let's just say that you know, with with the events that have happened, now it's more of enjoying what I can enjoy, which is crazy. Like kind of, almost, almost, almost on the same, the same wavelength as what Switchy was talking about. And Kyle's, you said it: quality over quantity. You know, and. I'll be honest, these last few months, especially November, December, when, you know, the, the blindness hit hard, being able to actually just enjoy the time with you guys, especially, I've never, I'll be honest, I've never enjoyed it or not enjoyed it because I've always enjoyed it. I've never appreciated it more, you know, because you guys understand my difficulties and you know, y'all even still play play some league games with me every now and then. You know, as as 
sometimes they can be a little insufferable because, you know, there's <laughs> I can't see the mini map or you're like, oh, you're about to die. It's like, oh, oh, well, you know what I mean? And <laughs> I just... <laughs> Yeah, I just uh, Ulti's up. Ulti's <laughs> up. <laughs> Ulti's up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I really I've I've learned to appreciate that, you know? Like I've learned to appreciate the people I I game with. The community that we have is a good community, you know what I mean? And I I've learned to appreciate it even more. And this this coming year, despite what's, what what will happen, despite, you know, I'm I'm just hoping that I can continue to appreciate it even more. I think that's I've I've found more enjoyment probably in in my video game time, the little that I have, more than I probably ever have, which is crazy because I've been playing games for so long. So yeah, let's let's see what, what 2023 actually brings. That was a good that was a good uh retrospective of red you know of twenty twenty two. I mean so much negativity though. I mean and and the I'm I'm worried about the monetization, like what everyone's brought up. I mean, I understand. Hopefully, there'll be a game company that'll come out and make a game that is awesome and not try to fleece its player base. Will that happen? I doubt it. But <laughs> it, it already Prime happened, Four right? comes out this year. Let's see. It already happened. What do you mean? With Diablo Two, Resurrected, Lord. bro. Right here. Best game in the, the world. Worst game ever made. Come Diablo Immortal. Come Diablo Two. Diablo Two. Diablo. The re-release of the game that released which twenty is, years ago. Which is so crazy because <laughs> Diablo Immortal, like they could, they probably have made so much off of that game more than any other game with the way it was monetized. I, I, no, I, no, they made yeah. so much more off WoW than anything. Else. Oh no, that's well, also true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I mean, for the time. Like for the time that it was released, the few months that it was released, they made so much money because people have so much money. It's crazy. Yeah, you heard the horror <laughs> stories of people spending, you know, 10, 20 grand to just fully kit their 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 champions out. And it's like, wow, you just have that much money lying around. Which no, is that's that. the problem. People put themselves into debt. To yeah, I, it's it's that's... funny when it's someone making four hundred and fifty k a year, dropping fifty k. Uh, it's right. less funny when it's someone who when it's fucking Sandra from you know oh. Bumblefuck Idaho who you know has a gambling addiction and is right. now has, has run her credit cards her up. To, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's that's unfortunate. And that's no offense to any oh. Sandras out there who may be uh, going oh. through a similar situation. Just oh. put that out there. Yeah, no, it's all <laughs> all names all names referred to are clearly coincidental. <laughs> At this point, even though that was a very specific name, and... it's a code name. Don't worry. I don't know anybody named. Sa- I, 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 I don't know anybody named Sandra. So anybody I don't know any Sandra. So, yeah. Oh my good. I know are Sandra's even an actual name? Is it just made up? It is. Are it we is. sure there are Sandras out there? Friend Sandra, so it's all good. Uh oh. Uh, okay. Okay. So she's first. Polish. Oh. She's Polish. It's a Polish name. Oh my name. goodness. Or like a European name. So. That's so funny. Not too many of those. By the way, one final plug. If you're looking for something fun to play, $9. Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Oh, man. We had so much fun playing The Division. Even if you want to just play a fun storyline, $9. Yeah. Nice. All right. Yo, guys. Thank. Listen, we're we're at the end of our time. I, I want to wrap it up because we could probably still go for another hour. But, you know, I'm, I'm trying to learn. Sure, I got time. I mean, some self, some self-discipline. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, just I don't know. Don't I mind. see cows and peons already hovering in League of Legends for Low. that flex queue momentarily. I mean, I don't oh, know. I gotta come what? up to get the the Windows recovery drive. I gotta do some work on a machine I have at home. Oh my god! I gotta go read a book. That's hilarious. What are you yeah. reading, Rage? I am reading uh, Nona the Ninth. It's the third in a very, very weird series that uh, if you like it when authors kind of like try for something, it's definitely worth it. If you want like a straightforward mm. story, do not try them. Oh, that's oh. how I felt about the Game of Thrones books. They were that's all over the place. <laughs> it was uh, definitely a confusing read. <laughs> um, well, here, I me... would not say they are comparable. Hold on, hold, in... hold. Let, let's like close out the, let the, me, the let podcast me wrap it and then we keep going. <laughs> Listen, I just I want to say thank you to everyone who joined. I appreciate all of you. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I mean, I do. You guys you guys choose to play with a dude that can't see and and hang out, which you know, it it, it seems like that wouldn't be that much of an issue, but you know, when you have certain difficulties, people avoid you. I've unfortunately have experienced that, but you guys, you know, I can't see you guys, but it's all good. Because I can hear you guys. <laughs> I appreciate the game time. I appreciate this this commentary. This was very good. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And everyone listening, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for letting us grace your space this night, this day. Whenever you're listening, remember, Jesus loves you. You are awesome. And ganadora.